Buddies, welcome to the Chapters Project. We are on Chapter 14, and I am here with Martin Garcia. Hello. What? <laughs> oh, and Katie Nonsense. Hello. No party. Martin, what was that? What did you just say? Hello. Hello. Hi. And hello. Hello. Combined. Hi -lo. How cool. Oh, okay. I liked now I get it. it. I liked it. I like the energy. I like the energy. What did you think it was? I don't know. Um, <laughs> welcome, everybody. We're on chapter 14. Stay listening because the end of this episode is when we announce some big old thing that's happening with our podcast. But this week, we are uh, reading a chapter written by actor, writer, voiceover artist, producer, Matt Craig, who also happens to be my husband. I... Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, hotchie, hotchie, machi. I promise you I did not influence Alex Fendrich to send this to him. In fact, we had a long conversation, my husband and I were. I said, if this is not going to be fun, do not do it. Don't spoil my good thing and it and he didn't he was excited and he didn't it was really fun but i don't know what he wrote because you know we're purists about this we don't look at it um but i'm really really excited me too me too <laughs> me too i didn't want to interrupt i felt like i was interrupting a lot earlier so i didn't want to interrupt again but i'm excited too i think it's cool that alex sent it to matt yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, uh, yeah, so let's recap Alex's chapter a little bit right now. So Alex took us back to the um, fairgrounds with Dex and Veronica and Dimitri. And Dimitri was leaving with all of his captive, captives, captors. Captives. 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 He's the captor. Uh, in his nondescript van, uh, rolling around in their rolling chairs, and um, and Dex was very nervous around Veronica. She was remembering Todd fondly, and I think that's all the major information on the the chapter. We'll have to see what Matt brought to it. And I will tell you this: Matt is a stu like a good student. You know, like I am sure he really took the time to connect some some stuff I don't want to I don't want to hype him up too much but you know that person that comes in in the last three seconds of your improv show and pulls everything together in a way that you couldn't see possibly happening he's he's done that several times <laughs> so 
We'll see. We'll see. Okay. That's the only one way to find I, out, I isn't mean, there? That sounds good. That was really nice. I uh, I agree with you. I think that is what Matt does, and it'll be interesting to see how he. It's. I mean, it's a lot. I, it's a big job. Oh, I'm yeah. excited to see like, and if he doesn't do that, that's okay too. But I think we're all assuming that he's going to. I feel like we're we're, we're uh, we three are a little discombobulated tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I know. I, yeah. There's like it's like there's a, like a lot like of pauses. Someone, yes, there's like it's weird like thing, Rebecca like, B. I finished a word. Pause. 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 Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> expecting us to to chime in because usually we do. I yeah. would. I'm really. I'm super self conscious because I felt like in the intro I was like oopoo boo boo, <laughs> like I was doing like all this stuff, and and I was ruining the flow. So now I'm like fuck. I gotta shut the fuck up because <laughs> this is Rebecca's husband and she's saying really nice things about him and I don't want to be like nay, 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 nay. so I, that's where I'm I, I'm really insecure I'm really insecure about this oh that was a fun thing about Alex's uh chapters the robot stuff god that killed me I was so silly and weird don't get me started <laughs> okay but yeah so now that we got some giggles out i agree with you uh rebecca i think that like I'm, it's intimidating because like we're uh, it it doesn't i don't want to say it feels like it's wrapping up but it does feel like the last few chapters have not introduced these wild um non sequiturs you know yeah. or you, you know what i mean so i just feel like yeah this, it, it, the last three chapters have really focused on justifying things making sense of things clarifying things which feels like it's wrapping up yeah and you know i'm giving matt all this credit for pulling pulling these things together he could have gone to outer space <laughs> <laughs> and that would be fine. That would be, be lovely. That we would be because we that we haven't done that for a long time, and that would be fine too. Yeah. All right, you guys. I have this chapter. It is my turn to read, so I'm gonna read it. All right. All right. We left off with the van going away and the cell phone ringing. Right. Her daughter was calling her um, mm -hmm. on her cell phone. One of the buddies. All yep. right. So here we go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and whatever you choose to call yourself, the Chapters Project presents Chapter 14. <laughs> okay. She read ahead. No, I didn't. The, giggles. the fluorescent lights were harsh in the corridor of Orfordville Supermax Prison as Mercedes Vinaigrette hurriedly pushed the giant vat of excess Sloppy Joe past the men's naked laundry. She had apologized to the warden profusely for accidentally making an additional 3,000 portions of Sloppy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I mistook gallons for teaspoons. Anyone could have done it, she confessed. Oh my gosh. The so much Sloppy Joes. <laughs> <laughs> the look from the warden when she had said that, like, she was the look from the, sorry, let me go back. 
The look from the warden when she said that, like she was just a dumb little donkey. <laughs> the warden rolled her eyes and sighed. Get rid of it before you leave for the day. Perfect. We're past the laundry. Oh, sorry. We're past the laundry. Mercedes whispered to the vat of sloppy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Several globules of spiced meat tumbled aside, revealing two hazel eyes. Sir Philip Sidney sat upright in the mound of Joe. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> inhaling deeply. Thank goodness, Sir Philip exclaimed. I nearly drowned. <laughs> I'd never let that happen, Mercedes cooed. She smiled at her boyfriend, a.k.a. inmate 6969, a.k.a. Sir Philip Sidney, a.k.a. Peter Dinklage. Ah, oh, she'd finally remembered his name. <laughs> <laughs> I've upheld my end of the bargain. We're almost out of here. So where to next? They had reached the men's naked loading docks. Luckily, Mercedes had timed this drop-off so it would correspond with the Men's Naked Prison Union mandated Men's Naked Coffee Break. <laughs> I'm going to read that again for clarity. Luckily, Mercedes had timed this drop-off so it would correspond with the Men's Naked Prison Union mandated Men's Naked Coffee Break. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Ooh. I already told you the plan in detail when we were having jail cell jail cell aerobatic intercourse, Philip complained. Oh, I'm sorry. I zoned out. You zoned out? I found it boring. Rude. Oh, no. Just give me the elevator pitch. As Philip extricated himself from the slow Joe... He quickly recounted his tale, shaking himself off like a long-haired dog of your choosing. My parents were Emerald and Miriam Lil Dick of Nebraska. Oh. What? My parents were Emerald and Miriam Lil Dick of Nebraska. What? Yes. At first, and for the first few whoa, years. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Say what? What are his parents' names? I know they're in Nebraska. What are their? What did she? What do he call them though? Emerald, Emerald and Miriam. Last name Lildick. Okay, so okay, because in the in that chapter where we find out where we find out that he he could have been reincarnated or the mother thought that in Nebraska. Was his name Randy or was the father's name Randy? The dad was Emerald. He was Randy. Okay. But the Lil Dick is the new The Lil Dick is like Todd. Right, 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 right. So he's saying, okay, I got it. I got it. Yeah. I, okay. okay. Yeah, Sorry. this is new. Yeah, for sure. At first, and for the first few years of my existence, I was their son, Randy Lil Dick. As the pickle famine ravaged the country. I should have just waited. I should have just chilled out. Like everything I need to know was in that next sentence. I feel like I've done that a couple times where I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. we've got to talk about this. And like the next sentence clears everything up. Okay. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> As the pickle famine ravaged the country, the need for groundskeepers at Lutheran churches across the nation plummeted. With no income, our mother began feeding my younger brother Todd and I pickled bark 
from local cucumber trees, which awakened dead spirits from the past in our corporeal, cor corporeal forms. I had previously been Sir Philip Sidney, while my brother Todd had previously been Sir Chauncey Delmonico. What? Oh my gosh. Hold on. Sir Chauncey Delmonico, the notorious shitbag and coward from Wales. <laughs> okay, so he's bringing in the last name Delmonico. Which was what Rob was calling Veronica Delmonico. Even though her last name Todd, is Monaco. Uh, yes. Todd, Todd Delmonico. Okay. Did he call Veronica Delmonico? <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no. I, oh, I guess I just assumed because. Yeah. Okay, so. But that's what I'm just saying. That's when it came up is that he said Todd Delmonico. Okay, Rob was yes. Rob was saying Todd Delmonico in his chapter when he yeah. and and just so you guys just the, so the chap heads know, Rob was the chapter where it was talking about all the kids in and Todd in detail. Okay, so Matt could be making sense of Rob's. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So the brother Todd had- Next sentence is, I'm making sense of Rob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the brother Todd had previously been Sir Chauncey Delmonico, the notorious shitbag and coward from Wales. Philip stared at Mercedes, who stared blankly at the wall just over his right shoulder. Are you listening? Philip huffed. Oh, shit. I've done it again. Jesus, he sighed, clearly hurt. Let's just get out of here. Mercedes throws him a bicycle helmet and indicating the Orfordville Supermax prison shared men's naked tandem bike near the exit. <laughs> She'd always wanted a bicycle. Asks, front or back, boyfriend? Then there's a line across the page as if a new moment is starting. And it nice. is. The rolling chairs ricochet off the walls, end each other as Dimitri takes a corner too quickly in the front wheel drive van, fishtailing its way toward the overpass of the 101 South in the distance. Lila screams, please, haven't you put us through enough torture today? Taking us to an LA Chargers game seems like overkill. <laughs> Dimitri honks the horn and swerves through traffic. Todd screams a high-pitched cry, so filled with sadness and self-pity that Lila, Angela, Tommy, Joey, and Vinny all stop and stare. Angela finally breaks the silence. You scream like a girl, Dad. <laughs> That's great, Angela, interjected Lila, using negative feminine stereotypes to bully our own father. <laughs> Joey replies, why not, Lila? The only female role model we have is mom, and she's never around to set a good example. Like, now. Where is she now? Tommy yells, Mom was in labor with you for two and a half days. For two days. Wait, wait, wait. Mom was in labor with you for two and two days years, Joey. Show <laughs> 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 respect. <laughs> All right, so that's him justifying the twins yes. that are two years <laughs> the, apart. The twins are two years apart. Enough! Vinny screams, loud enough to shatter the 70s throwback bubble window in the rear of the van. Whoa, that is loud. There's a line across the page indicating a change. There is a change. <laughs> <laughs> the Orfordville Supermax prison grew smaller behind them as Mercedes and Philip pedaled to freedom. Philip, still covered in a generous portion of Sloppy Joe, stood up from the rear seat to yell in Mercedes' ear, we must head to SoFi Stadium. Mercedes turns. What? Why? 
because that's where she will be, answers Philip. Veronica Vermonico. Who is... I will answer all your questions if you promise to pay attention. I will, I swear. I plan to seek out Veronica Vermonico and get revenge for her turning my brother against me and imprisoning me at the peak of my evil plan to reconnect all of humanity with their former selves by putting pickled cucumber tree bark in the global water supply. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah, let's just take that in for a minute. That was his plan the whole time. Because we were always saying, why would he be in a supermax prison sentenced to beheading? if he just sold some drugs. But this is why. Um, I was days away from achieving my plan when I was apprehended by Veronica. We had aggressive sex through the plexiglass divider in a squad car. So violent, I passed my limp to her during intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, so it's like a virus. <laughs> yes. Uh, Mercedes interjects, who's limp? Yours as Peter or yours as Randy? Excellent question, Philip said. Neither. I had a limp as Sir Philip Sidney, which began to manifest itself in Randy Lildick after my mother started to give me the pickled cucumber bark. But I had that limp for years until I fucked it into Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> so she limps now, and, and I do not. Shall I continue? Mercedes pantomimes, zippering her mouth shut. Veronica Vermonico seduced my younger brother, Todd Lildick, now Sir Chauncey Delmonico, who fell in love with her so completely, he ended up marrying her and taking her maiden name, Vermonico, because it was so close to his true last name, Delmonico. Are you sure it wasn't because he wanted to get away from Lildick? Mercedes interrupts. <laughs> I may have preferred you when you were not paying attention. Well, Lil Dick makes it sound like you have a little dick. <laughs> I'm aware, Philip conceded. Line in the page. Enough! Vinny screams. Suddenly, all the rolling chairs stop. All the Romanicos freeze as their chairs move in unison, like a flash mob, synchronized swimming event, eventually forming a circle with everyone facing in at Vinny. Vinny's chair rotates and he intently stares at each of his family's faces. His birthmark glows, slightly at first, then emits a sudden bright flash of light. Everyone shields their eyes, even Dimitri, who almost hits a tandem bicycle in the next lane. Oh, <gasps> it's them. Oh. Enough of this bickering. Oh, wait, enough of this bickering. <laughs> Vinny speaks calmly. <laughs> <laughs> demanding obedience from the others soon mom will be here and the two of us are gonna kick nicholas's ass finny watch your language shouts todd and who is nicholas from the front seat dimitri looks over his shoulder at the group of captives i am he says pointing at himself before realizing his pointing finger was bitten off Vinny's birthmark glows again as he slowly rotates in his chair. Dimitri is actually Nicholas II, the last Tsar of Russia. Just prior to his death, he was given pickled cucumber leaves by Rasputin, and that allowed him to manifest here in the body of Dimitri to continue his pursuit of his long-lost love 
Alexandra Fyodorovna. Todd and the kids all gasp and speak at once, who is obviously trapped inside of Anna Kornikova. Lila shouts, it all makes sense. Angela chimes in. <laughs> Angela chimes in. It was so simple. We should have seen it from the get-go. <laughs> Tommy screams, Tsar Nicholas or Dimitri, watch the road. Dimitri turned onto the ramp for Inglewood when the tandem bike woman in front and a sloppy Joe meat man in back attempted to merge before their turn. Dimitri yanked the wheel to avoid a collision. But due to his missing fingers, it was a half-hearted effort. The van jerked back towards the tandem bicycle. The meat man turns and sees the van, but it's too late. The van impacts the bike, and a healthy portion of meat falls from Philip's face. In that moment, Dimitri finally recognizes him and gasps. <gasps> Philip, <laughs> whispers Dimitri. Can it really be you? The woman and the bike bank away to safety, but Philip disappears under the wheels of the van. No! Oh, no! Screams Dimitri. My boyfriend! A horrified Mercedes <laughs> yells. There's a line in the page. Veronica silences Blame It on the Rain by putting the call on speakerphone. They hear the screech of car tires. Her family screams in peril. Lila shouts, please, haven't you put us through enough torture today? Taking us to an L.A. Chargers game seems like overkill. <laughs> a car horn and then a scream so terrified, so high-pitched and bitchy. It sounds like a banshee Karen. Veronica looks at Dex. Oh, my God. That's Todd's scream. That was a man? <laughs> Dex blurts out before his brain can remember to do his C-3PO in imitation. I mean... I must say, that was a man. Beep, bop, boop. Beep, boop, bop. Dex began to worry that both he and his robot bit had overstayed their welcome. No, I love it more. <laughs> Dex, I'm sorry, but I'm afraid I have to rain check the cursed condo. Veronica says while the, cell, while the phone call continues, I need to get to SoFi Stadium. If I drop the, ro oh, if I drop the robot bit, can I come along? Absolutely. And bring your boner. <laughs> I have a plan, and it might just come in handy. On command, Dex's erection returns, stronger and braver than ever. Suddenly, Joey's voice pipes up from the speakerphone. Why not, Lila? The only female role model we have is Mom, and she's never around to set a good example. Like now. Where is she now? She's on her way, Joey. She's on her way. Line and page. My boyfriend! A horrified Mercedes yells. As Philip rolls under the chassis of the van, he makes a last-ditch effort to save himself. He grabs the frame, but the sloppy Joe makes his grip slip, and he tumbles towards the rear axle. Philip realizes his chance at revenge has just grip-slipped through his fingers, when suddenly he is pulled back to safety. He hooks his bow over the frame and hangs on tight as the highway zooms beneath him at 80 miles per hour. Philip looks over and finds himself hanging next to a gorgeous redhead with a tight braid. Ah! Armin Plato. Armin Plato. Philip gasps. Fuck is she been? Yep. Thank you, Plato. Carmen 
Play-Doh. <laughs> spelled like Play-Doh. Wait, is that how we spelled her name? You know, yeah. like Play-Doh, not Play-Toh. Um, she swipes a finger down his sloppy Joe cheek and pops it into her mouth. A sandwich is a sandwich, but a man which is a meal. <laughs> <laughs> on brand that is on brand for carmen yep yes philip unable to control his gratitude leans in for a kiss when carmen stops him short a rap version of the national anthem is heard in the distance and it appears to be getting louder and louder carmen gets a glint in her eye and says you better get ready because the game is about to begin a smile stretches across Philip's face as Carmen snorts an enormous line of cocaine, <laughs> <laughs> precariously balanced on her forearm. Carmen and Philip laugh maniacally, so loud they can be heard and they can be heard inside the van. Finney joins in, laughing maniacally. His birthmark glows. There's another line in the page. Miles away, as Veronica runs to Carmen's abandoned Tesla Y, she stops and also laughs maniacally. Her birthmark glows. Littlest buddy, a bright flash. Poof, she's gone. Oh. End of chapter. What? Yeah. Cool <laughs> ending. Wait. Okay, wait. Her birthmark glows. Littlest buddy, a bright flash. Poof, she's gone. Did she like teleport to her buddy? I think she teleported. Well, <clears throat> that's what I would think. That was a question that we had in Kate Duffy's chapter where that was first introduced with the glowing yeah. uh, birthmark. Is like, is this just like, is this literal? Is this a Harry Potter thing? Like what's going on with this? And no one's ever touched it until now. Yeah, man. Wow. Okay, let's unpack that chapter. Holy shit. There was shit. a lot. That It was six pages. And we Not, had determined. I mean, a lot of information. I don't no, mean, yeah. It felt we long. had determined last time that most, that the average chapter is three pages. So he did his work as predicted. Yeah. Um, so, first of all, the biggest, as far as I'm concerned, the biggest piece of information was that Philip and Todd are related. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was huge. They're brothers. Yeah, major, major. Yeah, so there were here, let's listen to the justifications. It was that Can you repeat that. Uh, let's list the justifications that happened in this chapter, right? Okay. Um we figured out that Veronica got her limp from it being passed on through sexual intercourse. <laughs> with philip we learned that todd was his brother but all but todd has also been reincarnated and his original last name was delmonico chauncey delmonico yeah. chauncey delmonico the shithead from wales also dimitri was reincarnated nicholas and anna kornikova was so they had a love affair over generations and lives also the reason that Philip went to such an extreme jail is because he was going to poison the world's water supply and get everybody in on this cucumber That's tree bark. That's the last thing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he wanted to free everybody to it so that they could have their past life. Right. What am I missing? There was so much. 
Um, oh, Carmen showed back up. Carmen, yeah. Everybody's going to SoFi Stadium. Mm -hmm. That's cray cray. And Veron and then the last thing about the birthmark, little buddy's birthmark. Yeah. Veronica's birthmark. Little buddy's birthmark glowed in a previous chapter, but with no real justification of what that meant or if it was real or literal or metaphor who knows but it seems like because veronica's birthmark also glowed we can assume that it was real and i well, really like disappeared and so she disappeared like, she both yeah. disappeared <clears throat> i also really like seeing Vinny back in action as the little veronica like the taking taking control of the situation yeah I thought that was we great. also found out that she had a two two year and two day labor <laughs> in between twins. <laughs> oh my gosh, which I, I'm sure she stayed on the job the whole time. Um, yeah, that's incredible. Um, yeah, oh my gosh, I well, yeah, he did exactly what we thought he would. He connected the dots on a bazillion things. It did. It it's feeling in the last several chapters like we've we're we're coming to an end. It, the um and i love that like everyone's instincts are going there so it, i'm sure my god we'll talk to matt about this but i'm sure it was a f load of work for him to mm -hmm. do what he did but um but also like instinctually correct right mm -hmm. well we will talk to him about all of that on wednesday so everybody listen on wednesday to the chapters projects extras where we will talk to matt about his life and um everything that went into this chapter and on monday next week we read the first ending chapter and then you'll hear the subsequent endings on the following mondays after that i'm so excited thank you guys thanks chap heads thank you yeah don't forget to go on to instagram uh at uh, chapters project podcast don't forget to subscribe you don't want to miss these endings what do you hope to see in the ending let us know we're we are we are open to your thoughts always uh and thanks for being with us and we will see you next time bye bye thank bye, you everybody thank you